Greetings, friends, and welcome to Trajectory Podcast. I'm trying something new today. Usually the podcast comes out on Monday and Thursdays, but today is Tuesday, Uh, or at least it will be Tuesday when it's published. So welcome to the first ever episode of Topic Tuesday, which will happen probably kind of sporadically as we move forward. Uh, We'll just be discussing random things that come to mind. Uh, Today, I'm excited to have a good friend of mine uh, named Chris. He's also my barber, which is great. Uh, Chris and I often talk about different topics as he cuts my hair, so uh, I'm excited to have him in the studio today. Recently, Chris came by my place with a new book that he's been paging through called Get Your Life Back by John Eldridge. Uh, so based on the title, you'd probably think it's a book about recovering drug addiction or alcoholism or something like that, and it's not, and it kind of is, because it points out things in our lives that are, are often addictive and destroy our souls. So one of the things that Chris and I have talked about in the past is this idea of one-minute pause, and so we're just going to talk about the one-minute pause and flush out some ideas with that. So, Chris, uh, you were the first one to introduce me to the one-minute pause. Yes. What is the one-minute pause? So, the one-minute pause is a... It's like an app. Well, it is an app. Okay. And so, the app itself was out of necessity for John Eldridge's over-chaotic and busy life. Uh Uh-huh like most of us have had. And so the One Minute Pause is an app that just gives you one minute, three minutes, five minutes, ten minutes, depending on how much time you have. So you can change. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a a one-minute pause. Yes, correct. Well, that's kind of nice. And so, uh, like, today I actually was actually getting ready to go get my hair cut, and I was just feeling slightly overwhelmed, and so I did a three-minute pause. Okay, and just that was as I was pulling up to uh, the shop, I realized I had a little bit of extra time. And uh-huh. so I just took three minutes of my time. Just in your car? In my truck. Okay. Yes. And that's where it's nice is, is it's literally hands off and you're not doing anything other than hitting the play button. So when you hit that play button, what's the idea? Does someone talk to you? Yeah. John Eldridge is actually, it's, uh, for lack of better words, it's almost like a guided meditation. Uh-huh. And so he just navigates those, just some thoughts and, and navigates you through letting things go uh-huh. um, and not just letting them go and letting them go out into outer space, <laughs> actually giving them to God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and, so, and creating that union with with the Holy Trinity. So you mentioned meditation. When I think of meditation, I think of weird, you know, mystical ideas and yoga and other stuff like that, which I tend to be pretty skeptical of. I'm guessing that this is different. Correct. Okay. Correct. And so it's not a, it's not like aligning your chakras or chakras (laughs) or whichever it is. It's more of a, what the Bible talks about and just taking a second or a minute or a long period of time and just disconnecting and and reuniting and giving your soul space. When you first started doing this, were you surprised by how it's so easy? I mean, we're children of God. That's the idea. Like this is this is a basic truth. We all know this. And yet I feel like we do generally go through most of our day without giving God lots of our thoughts. 
And so was it kind of a surprise to you as you started practicing this one minute or five minute pause or whatever, just how different it was from how things usually were? Or was this a common practice for you and you just were excited because it added some structure? It was, I wouldn't say it was common or uncommon. Uh I tend to be very present in the sense of like, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I notice that I'm overwhelmed. Right. But the thing is, is what this has done is, is it actually given me an opportunity to do something with the idea of overwhelm. Okay. And so, uh, so it's like a tool. Yeah, it's a tool. Exactly. A tool for you when you feel overwhelmed. Uh, a lot of our listeners, all nine of them, <laughs> were super popular podcast, uh, are teens. Uh-huh. How do you think a one-minute pause would be helpful to a young person? Oh, man. So for a young person, having a high school age student seeing the busyness of their lives. Uh-huh. Like, I'm self-employed. I'm a parent. I'm all of these different things. And I wouldn't say that a student is any less busy than me. Yeah. Um, they're They're worried about schoolwork. They're worried about sports they're worried about band they're worried about all of these different things and they're literally squeezing all of these things into days weeks you know and for them it gives them an opportunity as they're pulling up to school as they're getting ready to go to bed at night to actually just take a second and whatever it is whether it's a positive thing or a negative thing it's giving that to god it's that relationship with christ and understanding that all of the things that you do are to build that relationship with him and that he wants to take those positive and negative things in your life uh-huh. and be in union with him. Do you think that it's possible to experience this kind of slow down, think about the Lord, um, let go without downloading the app? It is. It's just hard. Yeah. It's hard. And... It's just the the simplicity of it for me so it that just makes it makes it so nice. It's like he cues it up and he's all like, "What do you need to let go of?" Uh-huh. And you're like, "What do I need to let go of?" And right. so it's just that actual just in that moment thinking about it. That's a part of the one minute pause that we haven't really talked about is this letting go idea. Um, John Eldred starts his book by talking about things that we tend to hold on, like this luggage, sort of like a backpack of things that we carry around. Correct. And uh, honestly, um, as I've been reading through the book as well, uh, I was surprised because I thought I was being godly by carrying too many things. Correct. I was like, I was like, Stressed out about lost people. Yeah, uh, I've got work things. I'm I'm a youth pastor, so I'm you know caring about the kids. You know this kid's not doing well spiritually. I'm thinking about him. So and so hasn't come to youth group in five months. Caring about them. Um, and then in a small way, I'm a single guy, but there's also some relational uh, stresses too. So I care about that. Um, recently, uh, our lead pastor said he was going to step down from his job as you know, it's everything is healthy. It's a good thing, but that's stressful. And so in my mind, I can be deceived into thinking, you know, caring about all this and praying about all this and being stressed about this is, is actually a good thing. And, and I honestly believed it was, you know, like, Oh yeah, you're convicted. Yeah. You're convicted. It's interesting to think about that. You're convicted. What's the difference between conviction and guilt? Uh huh. And there's, there's that. 
And I feel like conviction is good. Yeah. Guilt and holding on to something for an unnecessary amount of time is is different. So there's almost like there's this difference there. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. And then he says, that's that's an easy thing. And so maybe there's confusion in our minds. We're carrying loads all the time. And maybe we're deceived into thinking that it's Jesus's load. And Jesus is like, it's not my load. It's not my load. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So in your life, as you've let go of things, this this one minute pause has given you an opportunity to to let go of things. Have you ever felt in that that you were being irresponsible in letting go of things? Yeah. Um. No. Honestly, no. Um. Because I think that I you have to have that balance of guilt and conviction uh-huh. to understand that the things that you're letting go of are things that need to be let go of. Right. Instead of like being like, like you said, like lazy about it right. or being just like taking all of the responsibility off of yourself, uh-huh. you know, and not caring for others. Right. Like, so it's not, I've done the one minute pause. Now I don't have to show up to work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's more or, like I've done the one minute pause and now I don't have to worry about things in my work that I don't have any control of anyways. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's so there's, good, there's the difference. Yes. There's yeah. a, there's a difference. It's, it's not a complete push away of all responsibility and care. But it's it's not holding on to that responsibility and care that you have that you don't have control of. In your relationship with the Lord, the, some people go through things and in their walk with Christ and it's like, oh my gosh, like I feel like my relationship with the Lord is brand new and has been supercharged. And then there's other things that it's just like, you know, we just took a next step. Mm-hmm. As you began to practice this, which category did, did that fall into for you? It's a tough question. Um, has it felt revolutionary in your faith or has it been sort of like, this is just a nice add on to the other things I've already been practicing? I would say it's actually somewhat revolutionary. Okay. Um, so this last year, the beginning of 2020, um, I started doing something where at the end of every day when I'm laying in bed praying, I open my phone up. And I look at all of the customers that have been in the shop uh-huh. and I pray for them. I, I think about the conversations that we had, the concerns they have. And so what this has done is, is on top of that, on top of the blessing of being able to actually like feel like I'm giving those people and stuff like that to God, the one minute pause adds upon that. And it's like the things that, cause there's times when somebody will lay something on you during the during the day it's out of your control but it's like you just want to you want to help that person or you want to take their pain away right and that's that's not it's not in my realm of power and right. so it's like outside of you know praying for those people it's like that's huge but being able to actually let go of it and be like okay like I have this concern for this person and I don't know if they're praying to you about it but I'm praying to you for them. Right. And to be able to let that go has been huge. It kind of it, it kind of puts a period on the end of that sentence. So if I'm if I'm listening right, you're saying that the one minute pause has even been a way to encourage you into intercession for people whose lives you can't control. Correct. Yeah. Right. Which is pretty awesome, right? Because <laughs> 
oftentimes I find when we're practicing something that's right, it benefits practices of our spiritual life, like just organically. So Chris is practicing the one minute pause where he lets go of things and that encourages encourages him to intercede for people. Yes. And intercession is, you know, a, a big piece of prayer. Yeah. And that just happened naturally. That just yeah. came up. Yeah. Can you explain intercession a little I, bit to yeah, me? Yeah, I can. <laughs> intercession is a big word. Uh, the scripture, uh, the best example of intercession is Jesus. The scripture says that Jesus always intercedes for us. Intercession is uh, when you represent to God other people. Okay. And so uh, gotcha. I was, and, and ask God to do something on their behalf because of you. So Jesus intercedes for us to God. He says, hey, God, I'm your son and I'm perfect. I intercede for the saints who are not perfect based on my perfect life. Gotcha. And so Jesus treats us, or God, the Father treats us well because of Jesus, because Jesus intercedes for us. The scripture goes on to say that we've been made priests to God through Jesus. So now we also take on that role and we can go to the Father and represent other people. Mm. And so that's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to your Father and say, hey, these people... What you you said it perfectly. They may not be coming to you for this reason, but I'm coming to you for them. Yes, that's intercession. Awesome. That's the perfect example. That's awesome. And and it's what we're supposed to be doing. It's part of our job. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I started thinking about this idea of of one minute pause, uh, I had pretty similar experiences as as you had. Um, my big thing. I don't have a lot of family stresses because I'm not married, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I tend to overcare. Right. Um, and especially about the lost, you know, people who yeah. aren't saved. Yeah. I, and I can become almost emotionally paralyzed by how much it hurts me to think about people who don't know Christ. Yeah. And um, and I think, honestly, as surprising as it is, you think that compassion for the lost is a godly thing. Um, I think that it was, it was a... a tactic of Satan in my life. I remember several times, like one time I was uh, counseling at a summer camp and I I began to experience this like just super difficult emotional pain over this idea of lostness. And I couldn't do my job well as a counselor because I was hurting so bad. And so when I heard this idea of the one minute pause and something he calls, um, What's he call that? Benevolent detachment. Ben- benevolent detachment. So you're practicing the idea is that you practice benevolent detachment during the one minute pause. Mm-hmm. And it's the idea that you're letting go, but you're not letting go because you don't love them. You're letting yeah. go because you do love them. And so when I learned this idea and started practicing that, it was just like I could take a deep breath. Right. And it's like, yeah, I still care about the loss, yeah. but they're not my responsibility yeah. anymore. Well, and it for me, it's like, this doesn't necessarily have to go exactly along with that, but it's like when I practice the one minute pause, it's like God somehow lifts a burden off of me that I didn't even know I had. Yeah. You know, a weight is lifted. And it's like I can tell that if I go two, three, four days and I haven't like done a one minute pause or like I've been falling short on my prayer. Uh-huh. It's like you just the squeeze of life and, and the flesh has consumed me. There's this uh, probably well-known fact that if you put a frog in water and then turn on the heat slowly, that you can cook the frog to death and it won't even know it. 
because uh, their bodies acclimate very quickly. Okay. So the water keeps on getting warmer and warmer slowly enough that it doesn't bother them. Uh, so they cook to death and it's painless, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like with the things we carry, it's kind of the same way. Right. Like They just kind of slowly beat us down and kill us. Yeah, four weeks later, I'm carrying the weight of the world and it's, you know, I'm stressed out, I'm not sleeping well, I'm discouraged, I'm depressed, and what's going yeah. on? It's like, well, you're you're carrying way too many things. Yeah. So if you were going to encourage our listeners to practice something simply or, or put this into practice, what would you ask them to do? Probably download the One Minute Pause app. Okay. It's, I mean, it's very it? simple. Um, there's a registration, and I actually hesitated to do it because you do... He has it set up on the app where you do three one-minute pauses, uh-huh. and then that unlocks a three-minute pause. Okay. You do three three-minute pauses, it unlocks a five-minute pause. Oh, okay. And so, <laughs> you, so it's a three, so you, but the thing is, is when I didn't have, you can do the one-minute pause without actually signing up. Uh-huh. And I'm always super, like, hesitant to sign up for things. Yes. Like, I, I, I hesitate to create an account for something. And so all of three or four months, I was just doing a one-minute pause here, one, but it never unlocked the three-minute pause. Right. I sign up for my account thinking, oh, great, now I'm going to start getting emails and all that stuff. Uh-huh. And I've never gotten anything. Oh. Like, so it's like, so it's you, like... S- you sign up and it's just a way for them to be able to, uh, I guess, periodically check in if they want, but they never do. Okay. Well, that's, yeah. that's, so, that's super nice. And it's super easy. Yeah. Because I'm, I don't know why I'm super guarded towards getting too much email stuff from even good things to know that the sign up process is easy yeah. and and pretty not not, not like, intrusive. You know, they don't need your social security number and three credit cards. Yeah. <laughs> they need none of that stuff. So it's called the one minute pause app. Yeah. And you um, can it's find either that... one minute pause or pause app. Pause but app. Literally it is a a white background with a black pause sign on it. So if you're listening to this and you want to try something out, check out that uh, pause app or one-minute pause app. I'm sure your phone's smart enough to figure out that for you. It's put out by John Eldridge just to encourage you to take a break from the craziness of your life and let things go to God. And uh, I think I'll do that, and I'd encourage you to do that well. Um, Chris, you said it was a, a really a big thing in your yeah. in your faith. Yeah. Um, I feel like so often we are just in some ways, just clawing through life, trying to maintain uh, the physical down-to-earth parts of our lives and also maintain our spiritual walk, tools that help us and make it easy. That's not cheating. It's being yeah. smart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so often we think that it has to be so difficult and hard to to make a big step. Right. And this is one of those things where it's simple it almost seems so simple that you're like, it's not going to do anything. And then when you practice, it does do something big. Piece of cake. Huh. That's pretty cool. I think we'll uh, we'll close it off there. Thanks for listening to another episode of Trajectory Podcast. We'll be back from time to time on Tuesdays with more topics of discussion. Until next time, may God richly bless you.